Welcome everyone to the Stupid Sexy Podcast. Just like I'm podcasting, nothing at all. I am Chris, that is Dan, and this is Spinal Tap. Yeah, man. This episode has two guest people and a third that's not a guest because he's a regular member of the cast. Exactly. I mean, it was only a matter of time before Spinal Tap did something on The Simpsons because of Harry Shearer. (laughs) So, yeah, obviously. Yes, this is... Well, go ahead and tell the fine folks what we're talking about tonight, Dan. Well, it originally aired on April 23rd, 1982. It's episode 22 of season 3 of The Simpsons. It's The Auto Show. The Auto Show. This is the first attempt to make a side character like Otto into a main character. Now, granted, we've gotten a lot of that where we're like, they'll introduce some side characters and then eventually we get an episode focusing on them. Sometimes the character is pretty interesting. Other times they're not. Like, I'm I'm thinking about Gil Gunderson as we say that because I'm not a big fan of that character. And whenever they've done an episode where they make him a main character, it's not a good episode. But, I just like the idea of the down on his luck salesman. You can just let him be that. Yeah, you don't need a whole episode focused on it. But but what I think really works for for this specifically is just the fact that uh, Otto ends up being an interesting character. He doesn't really need to be. But the premise works out really well. They tie him into the fact that he's... I mean, Otto's main stereotypes is that he's he's a bum who loves who loves drugs and his heavy metal music. So naturally, he would be at the concert. And that's the tie-in when Bart wants to actually learn how to play guitar. Of course, Otto knows how to play guitar. He's just he's just a bum. Let's start at the beginning here. Yes, yeah, so we'll we'll kick things off, of course, like we always do. Uh, Bart is writing on the chalkboard. I will not spin the turtle. Jeez, he, you know what? He probably deserves detention for that one. That's just mean. And then the couch gag is one of the good classic ones where the family runs in, Santa's little helpers on the couch, and he just growls at them and arches up, and they slowly back away. Like, nope. I claim the couch. Go. Don't even try. So Bart is getting ready to go to his very first concert, and it's Spinal Tap. And yes, all three members of Spinal Tap are here, including Harry Shearer as Derek Smalls, Christopher Guest as Nigel Tufnell, and Michael McKean as David St. Hubbins. Y'all recognize these guys, right? The comedians that formed a metal band and actually are pretty good. By the way, in case you were curious, Michael McKean's top credit on IMDb is, in fact, This is Spinal Tap. Oh, is it? Yep. A Mighty Wind, Better Call Saul, and Clue. Are his other three credits, but his top credit is This Is Spinal Tap. And if you were curious, Christopher Guest also has This Is Spinal Tap as his top credit. 
along with Waiting for Guffman, A Mighty Wind, and Best in Show. Now, all right, now I'm curious, is Harry Shearer's top credit The Simpsons, or this is Spinal Tap? Because now I have to know. And this is when IMDb decides it's not going to load the page. There we go. Nope, Simpsons, and then This is Spinal Tap, and then A Mighty Wind, followed by The Truman Show. All right, that about does it. But yes, they are, they're all here. They perform all the voice work, and they do the, the, the fake British accents, the comical your accents. By the way, Homer's got a concert-going jacket, and it still fits. In fact... There's a Billy beer inside. And of course he drinks it. Yeah. Gross. (laughs) So they pick up Milhouse on the way, on the way in, who's got this badass leather jacket. And of course he's not wearing a shirt. And they're like, well, Homer, are you going to be bored in the car? He goes, oh, Bart, some of the best times I ever had were in the backseat of a car. And then it cuts. Flashback. Yep, the make-out make point, but he's eating the sandwich. He's just being a slob. Which oh, is, baby. He's got pizza, hot dogs. He's got. He's actually yeah. got a good little setup in there. So, of course, they've got a... They've got the uh, Spinal Tap t-shirts that they're selling. The regular one's $18. And then the comic book guy rip-off character is selling the ones where they're kicking Muammar Gaddafi in the ass. And it's like three for a buck. Because <laughs> he can't sell them anymore. We also get a couple of cuts back and forth from the concert to the actual band in the back where they're being interviewed by Bill and Marty. And they're talking about how they're really big in Bulgaria. And one of the other areas, uh, Hungary. <laughs> which that yeah, one... not, not, Now with the Berlin Wall down, they're now a big deal in, in these countries that would have never heard them before. So yep. now they're big again. <laughs> You guys are like the, what was it, like the 78th biggest touring band right now? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I also like what he says. There are, I mean, this benefits people who live in communist country. goes, who would benefit more than that? They're like, uh, the people that live in the communist country? Oh, yeah, that would make sense. So, of course, your classic pre-concert shenanigans, someone's throwing a Frisbee. And when Bart goes to whip it, he smacks the dude next to him right in the eyes. He's like, I'm sorry, dude. He goes, huh? For the Frisbee. Frisbee? Because, you know, people are sh- showing up in all kinds of inebriated mindsets. Oh, what I love is they, they end the, the uh, radio thing with, can you record a bumper for us? You know, just say that, like, we're the best rock station. Like, oh, we can't say that. What if you suck? <laughs> what if there's someone who rocks equal to or better than you? <laughs> no one rocks more than how about how about Rockadoodle Do? He's like, oh yeah, we could do that. Did you also notice that their pyro guy has one arm? Obviously, I, I thought that was a pretty funny thing, especially because he lights the pyro and it blows up and he's on fire. Yep. So they start to perform. Oh, they're like, uh, why is the stage wet? Well, it's just a, it's a hockey rink most of the time. Yeah. And the best is one of them's not in the shot when the spotlight comes on. The mics sound like shit. The the people are holding the sign that says uh, 
it says Final Tap rules, and he has to turn his head upside down to read it. He goes, hey, thanks. You know, we were driving down Route 408. That's right by my house. That's like a couple of miles from my house. And we thought they knew how to rock in Shelbyville. Boo. But nobody rocks like, checks the back of guitar for town name, Springfield. And then the, well, it looks like some silly twit didn't get enough oxygen. That's supposed to be a devil. We salute you, our half-inflated dark lord. (laughs) You know, some people believe that there's only... Oh, I love all the cuts to Homer out in the car where he's just like, he's just eating food, rocking out to the radio. You know, some people believe that there are five members of Spinal Tap, but actually, they're wrong. Can we turn on the bloody house lights, please? That was supposed to be the cue to put on lights on the audience to tell them they're the sixth bloody member. Oh, whatever. Turn on the lasers. Laser blinds one of them. They slip in the water. That's it. We're done. Show's over. They perform for 20 minutes and storm off stage like a couple of divas. And as everybody's booing... Otto's like, that was a pretty cool concert. Snake's like, you want to trash the joint? Okay. So they incite the riot. And then there's Homer singing out in the car. While the- Meanwhile, on TV, news breaks. There's a riot happening at the rock concert. For, yeah, for the first time ever, a hockey arena becomes a scene of violence. Yeah. There's, like, helicopters arriving, SWAT teams, canine units, and Homer's just... Oh, my goodness, I hope Bart's okay. And then he swings by. Yeah. (laughs) Brockman's my two cents thing. He's like, well, I don't know who to blame for this. Perhaps we should blame all music. Well, in this reporter's opinion, yes. Yes, we should. And, of course, they're like, oh, Bart, thank God you're home. Is Millhouse safe? And he looks at Homer and goes, uh, I'll be right back. And Millhouse is buried in the public enemy spot. Just covered in folding chairs. <clears throat> so. As they're putting Maggie to bed and Bart, realize, Bart reveals that he wants to be a rock star, they're talking about it. They're like, maybe we should get Bart a guitar. What we was have that? a guitar. Yeah, Maggie's little play one that he's... I got a real guitar. This is real. Starts smacking it around. So, of course, what you naturally do for a kid is buy an electric guitar for their first guitar. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. The best is Bart has that rock star fantasy. Where he's clearly clearly more about the drugs and Milhouse is his bandmate. He goes, you changed, man. used to be about the music. And he throws the whiskey bottle. He's like, that's cool. Yeah, him, like, going to have an OD at, like, 25 Now, boy, we spent a lot of money on this guitar, so you better get good at this really quickly. Homer! And then there's a callback to that later. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't get really good at it real quickly, so I gave up. Oh, that's a great callback. So they're jamming, and Lisa's trying to jam with him, and she keeps messing him up. Trying to jam with you. Because, like, okay, yeah, we get it. You're really good on your saxophone. Like, let the guy try. What are you playing, Simpson? Polly Wally Doodle. Yeah, well, it sounds Polly Wally crappy. <laughs> burn. Yeah, he says burn. <laughs> I was like, wow, really? Yep. Maybe that's where they got the joke for Kelso. 
Uh, someone's going to go. On the bus with his guitar. He's like, sweet axe, man. Cherry axe, man. I don't think it works. I think it's broken. Oh, yeah, let, let me, me try. And he starts playing, including doing Freebird. What and... else? What else would you play? Play that Thunder Road. School's been going for a while, and he's late, so he's like, "Oh no!" And he starts driving, and dude, that's too and he's got the best part is he's still got the lights on, but people are actually like honking at them, which is still illegal. So we were going to the movie theater for a field trip to go see Attack of the Clones on opening day. It was actually a field trick orchestrated by my school for certain people in my pop culture class. <clears throat> because, you know, it's a relevant part of pop culture, right? And my buddy's driving, and we were actually got stuck behind a school bus who sat there for, I'm not even kidding, it had to at least be 20 minutes with the lights on, because they wouldn't let the kid off the bus until the, the parent came out of the house to get the kid. We were on a pretty long stretch of road, and the cars were backed up, out to the horizon from what you could see but nobody actually honked because even though it did seem ridiculous it's still illegal but this is springfield but now auto i love martin's the one that breaks the news i know that by saying this i'll be subjected to a wedgie but i need to remind you we should have been in school 10 minutes ago you know not even cop cars (laughs) or ambulances or fire trucks can pass a bus with the red lights going that is true that is true. They can break all other traffic laws. All of them. Well, I know in I know Siren. a lot of uh, modern traffic lights now when they have the when they sense the vehicles coming, they actually turn the light red for the other side and they they like turn the light red or they put like a flashing green up on their end and like you see like the lights come on like the sensor lights come on. So everybody pulls over, but they still technically have the green light, so they don't actually have to stop the traffic. Lancaster's got a bunch of those, because I've been stopped by them before. Where, like, the light turns green, and all of a sudden it turns red before a car can even get through. It's like, what the? And then I hear the siren coming. I'm like, oh, that's why. Should all have it like that. So yeah, Otto's got to take a shortcut, so he cuts through a police picnic. Anybody get the license plate? No, no, not me. Crashes in front of the Jebediah Springfield statue. His bumper with the How's My Driving number comes off and everybody rushes. So, of course, the cops are confronting him in Skinner's office instead of the police station. I guess because Skinner's technically responsible for him. He goes, hey, I maintain my record. 15 crashes and not a single fatality. And they're like, all right, well... Give us your license. Ooh, uh, I never got one. Well, that's it. Until you learn to get a license, you're out of here. So, out the door he goes. Well, who's going to drive the bus? I drove an armored vehicle in Nam. I can handle it. And it turns out that he actually can't handle it at all. Well, it's going well. He's got the entire... Bus singing, bus driver man, handle the bus driver, bus driver man. And then he gets to the part where he has to cross the highway and he will just not take the initiative to make the turn and make someone stop for him. <laughs> and there comes the part where only Ralph is still sticking and he sings the part where... Shut up! 
up. He press on the clutch and the toilet goes flush. Hail to the... Shut up. Oh. I know he snaps at him. Poor Ralph. So, Otto goes to the DMV. Patty and Selma are laughing about the time that Homer got something stuck up his nose. And Patty, Patty shows up and there's Otto. And she's like, I'm going to be your instructor. When you do good, I use the green pen. When you do bad, I use the red pen. Any questions? Uh, yeah. Have you always been a chick? Like, you could tell me if you were born a dude. I'm open-minded. And she goes, I won't be needing this and drops the green pen. And that might he be. Does his driver's test and hits every single cone and celebrates. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, you misspelled bus on your application. Damn. Fails everything. When he gets back to his apartment, he can't get in. Hey, landlord, some clown put a lock on my door and an eviction notice on there. Yeah, that was me. Oh, damn. Can I at least get my stuff? All I found in there was a packet of mustard. And a couple of nudie magazines. Wow. I didn't mustard. I didn't mustard. <laughs> so as Bart is trying a chutney-flavored squishy that he promptly throws out, he oh, realizes that be. Otto is in the dumpster. Yeah, I wish. This is just one of those trash receptacles. <laughs> and he's like, Otto, man, no friend of mine is living in a dumpster. Come on with me. You can stay in our garage. Oh, garage. Someone up there likes me. So, of course, as the family is sleeping, all of a sudden they're woken up to a loud jam session. Maggie's crib is literally moving down the hall. And there's Otto and Bart just jamming in the garage. And the parents are furious. She goes, what is going on here? You know, Mom, I thought you'd forget our little conversation this afternoon. So, I took the liberty of recording it. Hey, Mom, can Otto live with us for as long as he needs to? He sure can. Marge, how could you? Homer, that's not my voice. Oh, everybody says that when they hear their voice on a tape recorder. So, of course, he tries, you know, he's, you know, the whole line, like, I don't, what about your folks? <laughs> the Admiral and his old lady? No. Come on, I got nowhere else to be. It's like, yeah, that didn't work on my dad. It ain't going to work for you. So, of course, finally... Marge uses a Bible quote to convince Homer to let him stay. And Homer tries to use a Bible quote against Marge and quotes nothing. Doesn't the Bible also say, you know, no, will not cater to thine moochers? So Otto gets to stay in the house. Of course, he's just watching TV with no shirt on, watching The Price is Right. And they're like, Otto, you can't watch TV all day. Ah, you're right. I should read a book. You got, read a book. You got any of those Where's Waldo books? No. Anything from the vampire's point of view? Or how about those magazines where guys send the naked pictures of their chicks? And he's like, you need to go out and get a job. The only thing I was ever good at was driving the bus. Now the man says I need a piece of paper to do that. We'll go get that piece of paper. I tried. Lord, I tried. I actually kind of feel bad for him right there. The one thing he was ever good at he can't do anymore. Wouldn't that make you feel bad for somebody? He's actually not good at it. Well, no, he's not good at it, but in that context, I'm just saying, you might feel bad for the guy. So, of course, <clears throat> he's still playing the guitar, and Homer's like, Bart, how come you don't play the guitar anymore? And he goes, well, Dad, I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't good at it right away, so I quit. 
He goes, oh, son, I'm not mad at you. If something's hard to do, it's not worth doing. We'll just put it away with your karate uniform and your unicycle. Let's go watch TV. What's on? It doesn't matter. So now, they're finally starting to come around. Like, you know, Otto's not so bad. And as the camera pans up in the house, revealing golden treasure in the floorboards. That's a that's a good running gag people don't talk about a lot on The Simpsons, is whenever there's, like, the, the transition from floor to floor, there's always something different in the floorboards. Dead bodies. The cat stuck in there the one time. This time it's golden treasure. So, of course, he's telling Lisa a, the classic horror story. The guy trying to run He's the good with the kids. Yeah. The guy's trying to run the lady off the road. But he was trying to warn her about the maniac in her backseat. Did the maniac kill her? Oh, Natch. You know how I know? Because I was that maniac. And Lisa screams in horror. And he's like, that does it. This is not happy days and he is not the Fonz. Hey, Mr. S. <laughs> So it's just oh like, yeah, he uses the bathroom. The, he uses their bathroom, oh, and he's... Homer just woke up, which means he went into their bedroom while he was asleep. Yup, of course, he went into their bathroom. He clogs it with his hair. Oh, I know that's so creepy. You don't watch Big nope. Bang Theory, but there's a really funny reference to that when uh, Stuart, the comic book store owner, is living with Howard and Bernadette when he's got nowhere else to go and he's staying in the house. And then uh, they're in their bedroom, and he comes in to talk to them that he's getting his own place. And while he's standing there, he kind of just looks around. And they're like, is something wrong? He goes, oh, I've just never been in this room while you guys were awake before. And as he walks out, like, both Bernadette and Howard do the thing where they, like, pull the covers up over their chests. <laughs> like they've been exposed. Ah, uh, creepy stuff. So Bart's trying to help him cram for his driver's test. Alcohol increases your ability to drive false damn it he's like Otto, you gotta do this you're the coolest adult i've ever met wow no one's ever called me an adult before i've been tried as one <laughs> <laughs> so bart takes him to the dmv and he's all nervous about it and he's like your dad's right i am a bum no he didn't call you a bum he called you a sponge a sponge and he flip freaks out and actually cracks the wall in anger and he marches in and goes up to Patty and Rosalma and is like, I'm ready to take a test, even yeah. if it's just to make Homer Simpson a fool. And then they're like, oh, you hate Homer, huh? I know, it's the big reveal. <laughs> That's my favorite, though, is like, <laughs> if Patty's like, why do you want to take the test again? He goes, because I want to staple it to Homer Simpson's stupid bald head. Really? Okay, well, here's your test. Let me get you started. B, C, A, D. And then he's failing the driving test, but he's telling a story about Homer having a whole chicken wing stuck to his face that Patty doesn't even care. She's like... For more than a whole day. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't a little piece. It was a wing. <laughs> he runs over a pedestrian, the pedestrian cardboard. He's like, what was that? Oh, who cares? Let's go get margaritas. I'm buying. And then <laughs> the next day, the bus pulls up, runs over the bus stop sign, it's like, auto, that's what my license says with his probationary license. And as they drive off into the sunset, singing hail to the bus driver, it cuts to Skinner, who is completely relieved that he doesn't have to drive the bus anymore. Yes, hail to the bus driver. Bus driver. driver, man. 
This is a good example of an episode because a lot of future Simpsons episodes do this. The first act doesn't have a lot to do with what's coming later. This is a good example of that. The first act ties into the main story, but it's also kind of independent. And so we can focus on Otto without spending too much time on him to make him an interesting character without overexposing him. Plus, we get a, a, an interesting little side plot, too. Like, the B-plot isn't even a B-plot. It's just the first act. What do you think? I, mean, I love it. So, I knew you were a fan of this episode because... So, what you guys... For, for you guys out there, we always watch these on different schedules. Uh, usually, Dan ends up watching stuff before I do just because he's got... He, his schedule's easier to manage than mine. And, uh... <laughs> I always know he's enjoying an episode because he'll just randomly shoot me a quote from it. And the thing is, you don't you don't tell me you're watching the episode. You just shoot me the quote, but I know the quote and immediately recognize it from the episode that we're about to review, even though I haven't watched it yet because I know this shit way too much. There with the He steps on the clutch and the toilet goes flush. Shut up! Yeah, it's 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 a good episode. And of course, I've got trivia. So right away, the first piece of trivia is of course that Harry Shearer is playing Derek Smalls in case you didn't figure that out already. Yeah, cuz I rem- I'm looking at the uh Wikipedia and it's like Christopher Guest, Michael McKean. I'm like, "Well, why is he here?" Oh yeah, he's a regular cast member, so he's not a special guest appearance. Oh, I also like the reference to Otto's name being a, uh, what, what's the, what's the term for it? The word spelled backwards and forwards. No, uh, uh that is called a, um. Skinner says it, and I didn't write it down. It is palindrome. Palindrome, yeah. There's one palindrome you won't be hearing for a while. But there's more about this. Otto Man is a homophonic aptonym. Homophones are words that sound the same but differ in meaning. Might or not be spelled the same. In this case, auto and auto. His name is Otto, and he drives the auto. And the uh, aptonym is a name that describes a person or what they do. So there you go. They got two things out of that. Sounds like auto, and also that's what he does. So we do have some... We do have some driver's license information. His number is UOU598213. He is 5'10", weighs 150 pounds. He was born on January 18th, 1963. His eye color is black, and apparently so is his race. (laughs) So there you go. So the, uh... We didn't mention this, but as Otto's racing to school, he runs Spinal Tap's bus off the road and it bursts into flame, seemingly killing the band. Yes. That was not in the original script, but they thought the band's final scene wasn't interesting enough, so they threw it in. And I like that they're actually okay with the concert that they did. That was a good concert last night. According to Al Jean, the executives at Fox were unhappy about having Spinal Tap guest star because it cost a lot of money to purchase the rights to play their songs. 
Mike Reese said that Fox felt the show could have gotten a real group for that amount of money. Well, that's rude. This is why they make fun of the Fox executives every chance they get. Ah, another piece of trivia. The song that auto plays is, of course, Freebird. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that one. We mentioned this is Otto's first prominent role. Now, of course, January 18th, 1963 would make Otto older today. But based on when the episode aired, it actually only made Otto 29 years old. So he hadn't even hit his 30s yet. Yeah, it makes him just slightly younger than my father. Like, literally, like a month younger than my father. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys recognize the opening song the Spinal Tap performs? It's from their reunion album, the 92 reunion album, Break Like the Wind. So in case you didn't know, now you do. Uh, writers Jay Kogan and Wallace Waldarski had originally wanted his name to be Auto Mechanic, but the animators gave him the last name Man. So, the Auto Man thing actually wasn't originally intended to be his name, but they ended up going for it. Mechanic actually would have been funny, because Mechanic is an actual last name. I've, I've met people whose last name is legitimately Mechanic. But that also might have been a bit too much of an overkill. I think Auto Man works better. A mechanique. (laughs) The animators didn't want to animate the eyes of the Spinal Tab concert, so they gave a lot of them long bangs. (laughs) So they wouldn't have to do that. Uh, The songs that Homer is rocking out to, Spanish Flea and Tijuana Brass. Oh, by Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. Yeah. I recognize that because I know my Herb Alpert. But they didn't, they almost didn't get the rights to the song, but they're, they have a writer who's related to a member of the band, so they got it at the last minute. Of course, do you know that the reason why Otto's in a trash co waste disposal unit? Because Dumpster is a brand. Kind of like how Jacuzzi is a brand. Which is why they made a joke about it. Oh man, I wish. This is just a dumpster, though. <laughs> and of course, scary stories to tell in the dark is the story High Beams is the story Otto is telling Lisa. Yeah, it's a good episode. Some side characters fail as getting episodes by themselves, but I think this one works really well. This one is good. Yeah, it, it's a it's a good one. We some are... of the best ones are this one and the Apu one. Yeah, Apu's got some really good episodes. And I mean, I'm talking about who needs the Quickie Mart. Well, yeah. But he's got other good episodes, too. His wedding episodes are good. The Octuplet episodes are good. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm down with that. Down with it. So, we have two more episodes to go for Season 3 before we wrap up. This Friday... We will review the penultimate season three episode called Bart's Friend Falls in Love, a Millhouse-centric episode. And Millhouse episodes tend to be pretty damn good. We've kind of gotten some Millhouse stuff, but not really like an episode focused on him. His best B-plot so far was with uh, Homer Defined, which was more focused on Homer being lucky saving the, the plant from a meltdown. Than it was Bart and Milhouse's friendship. That was the B plot. 
but we will get to that, and then we will end the season with Brother Can You Spare Two Dimes, the return of our friend Unky Herb, who, as far as I know, makes his final appearance in the entire freaking show in this episode. I don't think he ever actually comes back, even in... Like, he's seen or has his voice appearing and stuff, but yeah, he's really not a prominent character. He's only a background character after this, and I don't know if that's a Danny DeVito thing or if they just never were able to work him back in, but how disappointing, because I really like that character. But there you go. We are almost done with Season 3. When we get to Season 4, we will review... Chris's number one favorite episode of The Simpsons, period. Did you know it's a season four episode, Dan? What's a season four episode? My all-time favorite episode. Ooh. Ooh. And we, even though you guys are listening to this episode in on a Monday evening, this past Wednesday, May the 12th, was in fact the birthday of one Homer J. Simpson. So let's all wish Homer Simpson a happy birthday. Oh, look, he's still 32. <laughs> Whatever. I think he's 38. I think he's 38 and Marge is like 36 or 34. We're, you are as old as Homer now. You've hit Jesus. it. I know. It's scary, right? I'm almost there too. But yeah, Bart's Friends falls in love next week. And then... A week from tonight, it will conclude, officially conclude, the third season of The Simpsons, one of the best. And coming soon, I've already talked to our friend Brian James Leon and, of course, Mr. Dan Peck about doing some Chris Rinks the Universes regarding Simpsons stuff. Hopefully, we'll get those sooner rather than later. That wraps up this week's episode. Season three will conclude soon. And we'll be back next week for the penultimate Stupid Sexy Podcast Season 3 episode. Feels like I'm podcasting? Nothing.